Welcome to the five-step approach audio, the guide happy women use to activate your power and finally claim the happiness you truly deserve with your host, Lisa Covert. So like I said, Lisa Covert here. Hi, how are you? You may have just seen me on social media or somehow some social media avenue. Or maybe you personally know me and maybe you're here because you're supporting me or you want to know more about what I'm doing. Or maybe you have no idea who I am and this is the first time you're hearing my voice and you've randomly landed here today. No matter what reason, I am very grateful that you are here today because I believe I am about to teach you the secret to finding your true happiness. My five-step approach is the blueprint that will take you off that up and down, side to side, emotional roller coaster that you've been on for way too long. I know it's exhausting. Sometimes even right now in this moment, you may need to know and be told that, you know, you are a wonderful person. You have amazing qualities that come easy to you that it doesn't for the rest of the world. And once you find your true happiness, the impact that you have, it it like, it just simply grows like without boundaries. And it's absolutely the most amazing, beautiful feeling. But it's not just that. It's forget the absolute peak of happiness. I have been able to do things that I was impossible at one time. I've repaired relationships that I thought were completely unrepairable. I have left so felt and seen and everything, my body, I've felt so much anger leave my mind, my body. And I was shocked, honestly, how much stress and anger actually kept me tight. And I felt that. But once it let go, it was absolutely ma- magical. I, I do not feel exhausted at the end of the day. I mean, my kids, I know they're exhausting, but it's not as bad as it was. The kids that, you know, now I can stay up past the kids. So the benefits that myself and so many others have achieved by using this approach is absolutely beautiful. And again, like I said, I'm still blown away at how life can transform. And you're talking about a woman here. I've got two boys under the age of eight, I run a business, all while my husband travels, my closest family member is 650 miles away. And I tell you just that that statistics is all these claims that I'm making, all of that used to be my excuses. Now it's my reason. My kids fire me up instead of holding me down. And this is what this approach has been able to do for so many of us. So I am happy in, again, in the same life that I had before. People say get rid of the toxic people in your life. You must change your circumstances. You just can't make any change until you break those ties. And I am not, again, every relationship not, but I am talking a safe environment. But I believe and seen it over and over that you don't have to change your circumstances to start bettering your life. So my goal in this audio is to give you as much information today, but in a reasonable amount of time. I want you to be able to listen to this from beginning to end. So put the earbuds in, start driving. Ready? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay, first, I need to give you my credentials and tell you about me. I mean, I'm claiming all this happiness. 
So who am I? Well, I am a wife of about 10 years. We have two sons. They're about four years apart. One is seven, almost eight, and the other one is four. And I'm definitely outnumbered in this house. (laughs) I'm a podcaster and I co-host the Flawed and Fearless podcast with Amber Turner. I'm a published author. I'm a coach and I'm a business owner. But ultimately, I am the CMO. Yes, I call myself the Chief Managing Officer of this house because... Let me tell you, this house needs its own operation most days. Between the cleaning and all the food and everything needed, there is one operation that goes on here. So I wear many hats and I enjoy it, but I didn't always feel that way. This same life felt very exhausting before. So for years, I suffered with shame, worthlessness feelings, And it was a Christmas list of negative feelings about myself and about my life. And for a long time, my life and myself, I kept, you know, really busy. And I could keep those negative thoughts kind of to the side because I wasn't, my life wasn't boring. It was busy and it kept me from slowing down and actually seeing and feeling and confronting any of these things. But then as life works out, I found and started to have my I'll be happy when So I started to slow down. And once I started to slow down and do those things, everything that I ignored, all the ugliness came to the surface. And it truly felt like these circumstances, like I wanted to be happy, but I didn't think happy was for me. It felt that heavy because I didn't, you know, I didn't work. I didn't want to work three jobs anymore. Well, now I felt trapped by only having free time after my kids were asleep. And my husband was traveling all the time, so I couldn't go anywhere. So I wasn't happy with three jobs, but I wasn't happy being a stay-at-home mom. I wanted, you know, my husband to come home. But when he came home, we fought. I wanted him here, then I didn't. You know, like, where was I happy? And, you know, it would even be like my kids and starting sports want to get them more active. And then I'm like, oh, that time stinks. I don't want to have to do that. I was just starting to feel like I was never going to be happy. And then the worst part came on top of all these things that I never dealt with was now the mom guilt, the mom guilt for all the thoughts and the shameful everything, the wanting to numb because what was the, it was either I was with my children. I didn't want them to be with anyone else. I wanted to be there with them. But when I was with them, all I wanted to do was learn and grow and run my business and do some of the things that my husband was doing, things that he was afforded. And it came to be where work all day with the kids. And at the end of the night, I just wanted to numb, whether it was food, TV, drink, shopping, whatever it was that I could like keep those monsters from coming out. At that moment, I decided that I was going to do it all. I did therapy. I was on medications. I've done exercise, dieting, everything holistic and everything doctor. I feel like I've taken every course that's out there, any any way I could learn something. I've read over a hundred books. I've purged all my secrets and all those feelings. And it, honestly, it was a lot more than I preferred. And it didn't work though. All it felt like was, I thought healing would like would be free. I'd feel free. But all I felt like was this cloud. I opened up all this stuff that came out. And all I felt like was, and I don't like to say it, but the truth was like a victim. I felt like, well, why did this happen to happen to me? Why is it unfair? This doesn't make sense. And I was just miserable. 
because I was miserable. I just came to the point where I had to make a decision. I had to decide if I was going to stay in that victim mindset and victim for me means someone else is in control. Someone else has the power. There's nobody that has power over me. And the point is, is that I had to decide to let go of that. I had to decide to let go and start instead of sitting there and like having a pity party about the cards that I was dealt. I decided to look at my cards and decide to use that deck that I was given. Let's take a look at it. I started watching my thoughts. I mean, like a hawk. I really had to ask myself, who was I impressing? Because at the end of the day, when I was alone and with my own thoughts, it wasn't the neighbor's opinion of me and what the house looked like. It wasn't, you know, all that stuff. Those thoughts that were in my head were my thoughts. I mean, I really had to ask myself, do you like you? And I wasn't sure. And that moment forward, I kept asking myself and I saw how much I was comparing to people that weren't. There was so many awakening moments that I realized. Like once there were like things though that people would do or say that would like used to upset me that just didn't seem to upset me anymore. Big situations, things of childhood facing just didn't seem so bad anymore. And the truth was like to my surprise, it was... It was like vanishing. I want you to think about it. Like, you know, you go home for the holidays and little comments get said. And every year, like, you know, that was, you know, purpose. That was, the people were the same. Those same comments were made. But instead now, I could see that their little comments or whatever they had wasn't actually about me. It was like their personal unhealed luggage and like I had my old unhealed luggage and I was able to see and not take hurt from things walk away I mean I'm talking so much that some people would ask me and I would be like confused about what they were talking about it was transformative and I made it my passion to start teaching this because once I decided to ask myself those questions then I was able to heal things that were not healed in the past. Relationships, how I felt about things, again, childhood things, really, I could heal. I could heal over the little things every day that I didn't know were there. It was absolutely amazing. And again, that's when the approach, I really started teaching it. I just fell in love with helping people feel free, like I was feeling free. And I didn't want anyone else to honestly wait any longer. I wanted them to live as much as we here on this earth, each one of us in our own lives. I want you to feel as free as I have felt. So again, that's where this process all came about. I mean, can you imagine, you know, those relationships that you have and even those holidays to kind of somebody make a comment and you're like, whatever, this used to make my blood boil, but now It's one of those circumstances I didn't even notice, like a chuckle and forgetting about like, oh, I didn't even know or care if that person made a comment that it's freeing feeling. You can do this no matter what. You can do this whether you're with the partner you want to be with or you don't. Whether you live in a certain place and certain weather, whether you have a busy day or you have a boring day every day, it doesn't matter. Because I must tell you, wishing and waiting is not going to work. The bottom line is your current reality is not working out for you. 
Is it working for you or against you? Ask yourself that that question because evidence shows by your current reality that something's not working. It's not meshing. And I'm telling you that you can find true happiness on your own. And you don't need to wait for the circumstances to get better for this to work. So let's talk about how. We'll start step one of the five-step approach. Step one, step into your leadership. What does that mean? First, most people go and say, well, why can't someone else do it? I have enough responsibility on my plate going and doing another job of now becoming the leader of my life. I mean, why do I have to do so much when I've done already so much? Leadership is the key to your happiness. If you want to be the person you dream to be, then like it or not, that girl leads her life. She does not hope and wish things all work out. She makes decisions that get her closer to the life she wants to live. She knows what she wants. She knows how she holds power to make this happen. And she takes that leadership role. She steps in that. Any woman with power, I'm telling you, think celebrity, someone that you've gotten to know, that you look at and look up to. These women have, you know, they're dabbled in so many different things. You're like, wow, how, you know, how is this possible? How does she do it all? She's not up all night thinking about what other people think or getting other people to approve of what she wants. She does not have to remove people from her life that are quote unquote considered toxic because she easily creates boundaries that actually improve their relationships and help the people that she loves that were once considered quote unquote toxic. She builds confidence through her pain and struggles rather than breaking her confidence through like self-insults or I told you so's. No way. Ask yourself this. How many times in the last month have I broken my confidence? How many times? How many times have you given up on yourself and your dreams in the last month? How many times did you make one simple decision that, oh, you needed me more, so I didn't do the thing I was going to do? Somehow, though, again, you found time and energy to encourage someone else and keep them from giving up. You find the energy to help someone else when they needed a hero. How often do you criticize or give up on your loved ones? But how many times do you do it to yourself? How many times in a day do you give up on yourself, insult yourself? Think about it. By stepping into your leadership, you create your reality. You are responsible for your happiness and so is everyone else for their own happiness. It truly proves you are a truly powerful creator. I'm telling you, once you start to see, it is small decisions one after another but it's knowing taking the leadership means I'm not just going to sit in my life and sit in the passenger seat anymore I'm going to start driving and it's just like that I mean seriously up to this point you have created a lot of your happiness without consciously understanding that I, that you did it because there's difference what do you want what what were you told when you were younger maybe that's not who you are today all of it changes once you step into the leader of your life. I am reminding you that you are meant for more than what you are right now. 
and you are absolutely powerful enough to create it. I know it. The bottom line is you must step into the leader of your life. If you are willing to do that, you are willing to make that decision, you will be the one to turn things around and create the exact life you've always wanted. But there is more. You will also begin to a relationship that you have cherished so much, but have become quite toxic and negative. That's because we use the old way. Wait for your circumstances to get better before you do something. Mm, try to make others get it or understand you why you're doing things. How about going to therapy, sitting on the couch and talking about your problems once a month for an hour. By the time you get to know the person, you're... <laughs> ready to go again. You know, and we even talk to our girlfriends, talk to your mother. All of these things are not working. We're getting advice from other people. They're not us. You can do a weekend retreat or time away, fill in your soul. But each time you seem to get back to a place where you wonder if you will ever be happy. None of this works long term. None of the things I said, no waiting, none of these things. None of them will get to the core problems. None of them actually build a thriving woman and a successful life. It just keeps amazing women on the same old treadmill of pain and hopelessness and anger. Again, bottom line, step one is to make the decision whether you are going to keep having life happen to you or you step into your leadership and consciously build the life that you want the better life. The one that was meant for you. The one that is perfect for you. So all of that has been the old way. Now, step two begins the new way. The new way, you don't need to keep talking about your path. You can replace all of that with a really simple process that gives you the total control. And you don't have to keep wishing and hoping. You can actually start creating. Once you decide leadership, the next step is step two, and you heal yourself. Without properly healing yourself, you're running totally blind. Your unhealed self is constantly creating the reality that you really don't want. You are making decisions based on what someone else thinks, not based on your own thinking, and wondering in the end why it doesn't make you feel happy. So truly healing yourself is the only way to create the life you really want. Healed is to feel peace, even over the most tragic past moments that we have, you know, once experienced, you actually find peace over it, almost gratitude. When we no longer base our lives on a survival mode, we become confident in ourselves and our lives, which then creates the life based on consistency and self-honesty with ourselves. We know what we want, we are able to do it, and we see it through those lens. I mean, when this transformation happens and you feel healed, all the comparisons and the self-judgments are in your that in your mind, they quiet and you begin to trust yourself. You want to be truly happy and healing old wounds truly almost feels it's finally coming out of the fog. If you've been driving in fog for hours and your eyes are tired and all of a sudden you come out of it and you're saying, wow, this is just so beautiful and clear. That's what healed feels like. So step two is to heal yourself and your own womb. And once you're out of that fog, you step into step three, where you become the safe and neutral place where your loved ones, new friendships, where these people can come to you and they feel heard 
and understood and you have boundaries and don't feel that this person is sucking the like out. They're not keeping you from doing things. They are with you and you're both succeeding. When you need that encouragement, they're there for you. That's the kind of relationships you will start creating by becoming the safe place. Once you are healed, you magically kind of move into step three and it happens. I mean, how amazing is it that the person that can be, you know, the of comfort, you know, like you get to be the comfort person to someone that may need you, not only as their safe place, but wouldn't you rather someone that went through something, say, even with you, maybe you're the parent of the child that needs that safe place or that spouse or partner or friend. Well, once you become that safe place, that neutral place, that person that doesn't take attachment to it, they start to open up and they know that they can come to you about even sore subjects, things that, you know, were kind of sensitive before. You can finally be the friend that your loved ones need and help them in a way that they need to heal themselves. It's not your job to heal them. It's yours to be a place for them. Wouldn't you rather be that place for them than going somewhere else? I mean, you can finally get to that place. When you are healed, you do not feel the need to defend yourself because you will see that the way they are representing themselves is their unhealed luggage. It's not yours. Not only will you not feel personally attacked, but you will also become that safe place where your loved ones feel heard and understood. And it is absolutely amazing because you actually create a bond with them because you've even become that safe place. And then you transfer into step four. They heal. When your friend feels safe, heard, understood, they will also lower their weapons just as well. And they too can lay their luggage down and heal because it'll be so much easier. There's no fighting. There's no defending. There's none of that. You know that their luggage of unhealed is theirs through their eyes that they need to heal. And as they heal, they can see with you the clarity. Now you both see it. You both hold the power. You will both see that. So you don't pass your power to that person and that person does not pass their power to you. You both live as confident, wise human beings. You shed the feeling of guilt for not doing or being for all, for everyone. Or for many, you begin discovering, connecting with the 2.0 version of yourself, which takes us into the final step of step five. You see, it's building and creating the 2.0 version of yourself is the final step. You see how you not only saved yourself from a life of pain, then you see that you did the same thing for them. You replaced happiness when there was sadness and anger for the ones you love. It's the most magical feeling. You don't need a trophy. You know you're the catalyst for this. And you will know there's nothing more important than this. And then you build that, that new 2.0 version of yourself. And this is the deal, you guys are rock solid because you both are confident. You both know that no matter what feelings are happening, that you can come to that safe place and let it out. You're talking to another healed human being that has the clarity you have because you know how free that feeling is to heal from old pain for, you know, again, for not just yourself, but many, all who feel that same feeling, that beautiful feeling of feeling 
heal. The bottom, bottom line is stepping into your leadership is a decision that will profoundly, amazingly benefit your life. But there's a problem that many women mess up. And that is because they don't have or implement a support structure that they need to actually achieve these goals. We're talking about a whole different view. You're not going to come up with this and what you need to do on your own. It's being around people that are experienced. Everyone needs a support system. I don't know how I could have got through some of the stages in my life as fast as I did and as profound as I did. And gratitude, I mean, again, getting to that other side, it was, couldn't be at all without my support system. You have no idea how much at times when I, and you're not talking to extreme lows, I'm talking, but giving up, wanting to second guess yourself. When people are there to remind you to be your best, support you and help you be the best mom you can be, the best wife, the best friend, the garden. Like I said, all of those things where I wanted to be better. And the support system is what helped me get there and stay there. I mean, think about it. Where, again, do we know in the stepping stones of leadership? We can get lost in all the details. It feels overwhelming and to be honest, quite alone. When you're the first one, it's very lonely at times and having that support network is amazing. So to do that and walk side by side, I have created a group called the A Club. It's called Accountability Group and it's where wise women help step into that wise self for themselves. So if you have a support network already, thumbs up, continue. I hope you share this with them. But if you don't, The five-step approach is a system for creating a support network, continuing growing that. Whether you join the A-Club or not, I recommend you finding an online group of like-minded people who can help motivate and inspire you on your journey ahead. So if there's any information you need, go to the website, www.lisacovert.com. That's L-I-S-A-C-O-V as in Victor, E-R-T.com. And you will find the link the five-step approach and in there you will find a one sheet which goes over these details which you can download again for free and also the resources again the a club and this recording as well so i just hope today that you got the information you need to see that you can better your life it is one step at a time you can't start at step five and not start with step one first And this audio, I hope, provided you with the perfect amount of information that you walk away from this wanting to be the leader of your life, stepping into that role and making that decision now, final and forever. The website, www.lisacovert.com. That's L-I-S-A-C-O-V as in Victor, E-R-T dot com. Thank you so much. And I am so grateful that you are here. (music) 